Hi, thanks for tuning in to Public Safety Now on Hexagon Radio. I'm your host, John Whitehead, Vice President of Sales for U.S. Public Safety here at Hexagon Safety and Infrastructure Division. Uh, it has been a crazy couple of weeks. Uh, if you're a regular listener here to our podcast, um, the world has completely changed as we know it, and public safety especially is reacting and preparing for all of the things that are now hitting us on a global level, but especially here within the U.S., uh, we thought this was going to be a timely discussion. We've got April Heinze from uh, Nina here to talk a little bit about uh, our topic today. And really, the gist of this topic is we're all in this together. We will get through this together. Uh, but there's some overwhelming feelings going on in emergency services, but you don't have to go through it alone. There's resources out there that can assist and, and get us through on this coronavirus and this pandemic that we're dealing with. So, April, welcome to the podcast. Hi, thank you so much for having me. Um, it, this is it, very timely. We have a lot of a lot of things that we're working on to help 911 uh, folks across the country right now. So, really, I'm really glad to be a part of this. No, that's great. You know, I've been uh, reaching out to some of my friends that are, you know, still sitting behind the desk with their headset on and some of the changes that they're going through. Uh, as I said there at the beginning, right, they're they're reacting just like the rest of us are to the current situation and trying to figure out best practices. You know, I am uh, I am very confident that that we as a nation and we as a public safety community are going to get through this. But, you know, it's it's very interesting to me how some of the things that we're dealing with today are things that we never had to really deal with in the past. I mean, even some of the, the large-scale incidents that, that we've seen uh, that have really made some significant changes in the public safety world and in the dispatch center, uh, this coronavirus is actually um, uh, probably going to make us better overall, but but causing a little bit of heartache here as we, as we go through. And Nina's right there at the forefront trying to help us through it, aren't they? Absolutely. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's interesting you say that. I, I remember I was in the PSAP um, 10 years ago when we were dealing with the H1N1 and a possible pandemic back at that time. And we were doing a lot of contingency planning um, that, thank goodness, never had to come to fruition. But we definitely had um, we had some plans in place. And um, so I, I think in a way that for for many of us who already were had planned those um, situations back then, um, we we had a jumping off point to get started with with this um, coronavirus. But I am going to tell you that uh, we are definitely in unprecedented times. We've never had to actually put a plan like this into place, um, and it's it's definitely it's definitely a, a different world that we're going to be living in moving forward. Yeah, I've been uh, keeping up with, you know, as everyone has, right, watching the news and watching all of the the data that's coming in on that side. But then on my own, just kind of out there watching some of the other public safety specific uh, blogs and areas that's online. Um, there was a part of me that had to chuckle, and that's just because I too was in a dispatch center. So I kind of know that while this while this can seem funny, it's definitely a nuisance. You know, agencies are, are putting the word out to their to the citizens. Please don't call nine one one to tell us you know that they can't find certain supplies at the store. Please don't call nine one one to ask us where to go buy toilet paper, for example. And I know that sometimes that that might be a little comic relief for us, but you know, this is so much deeper than just how to call 911. I mean, I'm seeing things now, 
you know, how do people work within this environment? And it's it's a list of different things that, yeah, we probably should be thinking about all the time, but but we don't, right? You know, we kind of come in and do our jobs day to day. And now this and this incident is really making us think a little bit twice about, you know, what are we doing? Simple things, disinfecting Absolutely. and wiping down our, our work desk, right? Before the shift and at the end of shift. And, you know, supervisors don't walk over and grab a headset off of somebody and, and use that headset. It's some of those simple things I'm seeing, but I'm looking right now on Nina's website, and Nina has has put a whole coronavirus resource page together, haven't they? Yes, we have. Yep. You can go to nina.org forward slash COVID-19, and that would take you that will take you right to that page. Um, we've got quite a quite a list started, um, but and that list is going to continue to grow. We've um added a few resources to the list um actually today. Um, what some, a couple of new resources that we added today were specific to the deaf and hard of hearing communities and, and how to handle, um, notifications and communication and things like that. So, um, that was a, a new ad today. Uh, we've also added some other things, things that people don't really think about, um, initially, but things that are definitely going to be burdensome as this um, pandemic wears on, because right now we're just at the very beginning of it here in the U.S. And as it wears on and, and people are stuck at home and, and having to, um, you know, be isolated from everybody and with all of their family, um, anyone who's ever worked in a, a, a PSAP knows that over um, Christmas break and um, long periods of time where the kids and the family are stuck home together, um, incidents of domestic violence go up and incidents of, um, you know, uh, folks who are having mental health issues go up and uh, in increases in isolation and loneliness are going to be seen. So um, our friends at the crisis text line have uh, given us some some resources as well, um, giving there's the crisis text line tele, uh, um, texting number that folks can use, PSAPs can refer people to, uh, which is 741741, and they can just simply text the word hello, and a live trained human crisis counselor um, will be on the line with them. That's a 24-hour-a-day, seven-day-a-week um, uh, text line. So that could be very beneficial for the, the PSAP community. Um, there's also various different resources in case, um, PSAPs are still in need of planning because, um, we've had a lot of PSAPs that are out there and have, have done a lot of pre-planning and others are at that point where they just simply don't know what to do. They know they need to do something, but they, they don't know what to do. We've got some, um, different, uh, We've had we've had some folks who are very, very um, generous and provided their um, coop plans with for us or um, their I've totally lost the, what coop stands for here. Um, but they, their plans, those plans will help them uh to walk their way through the planning for this and its continuity of operations plans. Um, but it for very, for pandemic conditions in particular, we've got two different uh, plans that are on that website that folks can click on and um, look at 
and uh, utilize as a template for their own um, plans. Uh, we've, we've also, go ahead. No, I was going to say, I just to jump in there, yeah, I was actually looking at that and you know, those those resources really help out agencies that that may be trying to build those out themselves today. And, you know, we talk about that a lot here on this podcast is, you know, you don't have to reinvent the wheel. You don't have to go out there and pretend that you're all alone. So I'm looking at these coop plans here in Charleston County, South Carolina, and you've got DuPage County, Illinois. Uh, or DUCOM, if you will. Uh, I'm very familiar with DuPage County, and I know Linda Zerwin and the team up there, um, you know, they've worked long and hard to try to prepare for these type of items. And if there's agencies out there listening to this and they're trying to figure out where, where are these resources, I was impressed with some of the areas out here because, you know, everything from preparing for a pandemic influenza, you know, recommendation protocols for 911 personnel and PSAPs, that's some really good information. And then to your point, these continuity of operations plans coming out of Charleston County and DuPage County, Illinois, these are the types of things we can build on. And what I like just kind of glancing at it was, you know, everything level one, level two, it hits all of the areas that public safety are going to be in need of and helps them in their reaction times. Uh, so it, it is good information to know that it is out there. Yeah, um, we've also, Nina also has a couple of standards that can also assist during these times. Um, we've got, we've got a whole list of contingency planning standards. Um, but two in particular that, uh, PSAPs could utilize during these, this situation. Um, one of which is the, um, Communication Center PSAP Disaster and Contingency Plans Model Recommendations. And that specifically covers um, best practices and guidelines for um, staffing, IT security, redundant systems, um, situations requiring evacuation, evacuation procedures, returning to normal operations procedures, um, et cetera. Another, the other one that is really um, very valuable during this time is um, the PSAP survivability information document. And that also talks about several of these, uh, these various different in types of um, situations and how, how to mitigate those situations. So we've definitely got um, a list of, of stuff here going. We are also working on many other guidelines um, as we move forward. And as those guidelines become available, we'll be posting them here too. So um, what you see today, it will be continually updated um, throughout the, the coming weeks. Yeah, so just like, um, you know, the rest of our lives have kind of changed here over the last few weeks, this too is uh, continually being updated. So it sounds like checking back regularly is is some good advice for agencies that are trying to figure out how to deal with this epidemic and, um, you know, how to, how to get through it here. I did like the one thing that, that stuck out, and it's a video out there, it's self-care during the outbreak. And I think that that's one area that we we definitely need to focus on is that, you know, as dispatchers, as emergency responders, you know, we've got the weight of a lot of people's issues on our shoulders at any given time during the day. And that self-care is something I think that is just, uh, it, it's so important, right? I mean, we need dispatchers that are healthy. We need first responders that are remaining healthy. And I know we continue to put ourselves into situations uh, that, that most people would see as dangerous, but, uh, you know, with the right training and the right knowledge, you know, we 
we get through every day and we get through the shifts. And I think that self-care is something that I was really impressed that was out there because I think that that's very important for dispatchers to remember. I'm so glad you brought that up because Nina has also started um, a, a wellness continuum um, on our website specifically for that, um, for self-care. So the Continuum um, Initiative is a comprehensive approach to wellness in the number one industry. Um, and it's, it's going to bring to it, we brought together um, number one professionals, resources, standards, ideas, trainings, etc. Um, and we've got them listed. What we've got so far is already listed on the website. So if you go to the NENA website, under programs, the very first tab is the wellness continuum. And then you can, once you get in there, it, it gives you um, the ability to go to the resources we currently have and to submit resources. So in the event that you have a really great resource that we don't have listed, you can also submit that so we can put it up on our, our continuum site. But we've got things um, listed on here, including um, coping Coping with uh, post-tragedy care checklists. We have an, a leader's post-tragedy ch- care checklist. So in the event that you have to deal with a loss in the, in the PSAP or um, the, the public safety community, what to do and how to handle that. Um, we've got coping with suicide loss, employee assistance program proposals, compassion fatigue, supporting um, a guide for peer support programs, um, and the list goes on. So it definitely um, that is another great place for folks during this time if they are feeling um, and a need for uh, some some personal care, that's a good place to go. Yeah, no, I appreciate that because again, right, you know, as I said there at the beginning, we're in this together, we will get through this together, but you're not out there all alone. And that doesn't mean just at the agency level, that means at the dispatcher level or the emergency responder level. I mean, there's a lot of things out there uh, that are available, a lot of assistance that's available. You brought up some really good topics that, you know, not only are we going to be dealing with uh, with the illnesses and the the influx of calls just around that, but now all of a sudden you've got people held up in their home for 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 multiple days. And while that sounds fun, and while that sounds like a nice little vacation, uh, for some for some people that's not, and for some people that becomes a stressor in in and of itself. And I think that making sure that they the calls that they're dealing with that we've got that reaction to be able to assist people with these calls that they're going to be getting. I think that that that's real. That's real good. Anything else that you want to share with the public safety community here? Uh, you know, this one uh, we're going to be wrapping up and uh, I thought I'd just give you some time to see if there's anything else you want to share from Nina. Just wanting to make sure that everybody knows that Nina is here for you. And if there is something that you are facing right now in your PSAP and you need additional assistance, do not hesitate to reach out to us. We will do everything in our power to make sure you get that resource. Um, you, if you go to um, the Nina website uh, under the About Nina, there is a staff page, and you can simply click on my name, April Heinze, and it will. You can send me an email, but I will also give you my email address is April. Or I'm sorry, it's A Heinze, A H E I N Z E at Nina.org. Um, feel free to reach out. We'll do what we can to help you out. If we don't have the resource, we will we will do what we can to make sure you get it. 
Yeah, and a couple things I think are worth repeating here. Uh, as we talked about this resource page, if you go to nina.org, uh, it is right there on their banner. You can click on view resources and it'll take you to the resource page. If you're looking for any of the other information, you know, you can have any of your callers text hello to 741-741. They'll reach a live trained human crisis counselor 24-7. All of that information is out there on the website, and I think it's good information, and I'd recommend everyone to get out there and uh, grab it as needed or pre-plan and get it before it's needed. So a big thank you to our guest here, April Heinze. Uh, to hear additional episodes or learn more, visit us at hxgnspotlight.com, and thanks for tuning in. <laughs>